Welcome back, everybody. Look at us. We didn't change. We're not even trying to hide that we recorded two episodes in one day. Uh, we are blatantly showing it to you. We're we're crap. Uh, we're 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 no for real. Uh, I blame Chris. No, I, whatever happened last Sunday, we both literally did not think about recording. Yeah, we just were doing our own things, and uh, I think I texted you in the morning, like, "Hey, you still good?" Or the night before. Yeah, and then night. And neither you or I thought about it the rest <laughs> exactly, of the day. Exactly. We just, but yeah, like we, 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 I was doing an activity too. Like we hiked for a while and we came back and kind of dozed off and slept. And I know on your side, you're working on the project too. So uh, it just wasn't meant to happen that week, I guess. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It happens. Yeah. So now we recorded two on the same day and look at us wearing the same clothes because we're, it's still yep. the same day. Exactly. We didn't, we didn't just, could you imagine we do the other way around where like every week we wear the same clothes? <laughs> you would just think we filmed all of them at the same day. Yeah. And we just changed like something in the back. Like it's literally <laughs> just the weather, but our shirts are the same or whatever. Um, welcome back to Positive Shit Show. Uh, we are your hosts, Seb and Chris, or Chris and Seb, two best buddies. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, like we like to mention, if you're not subscribed to, if you're watching this on YouTube and you're not subscribed, you should consider subbing. Also, you should consider leaving a message, uh, a comment at the bottom, not during the live premiere. We'll do that too. That's fun for me. But uh, leave a comment at the bottom. That reason is Chris doesn't see the premieres and he doesn't get to see a lot of the feedback that people have about our conversations. And it's always fun to read and know what you're all interested interested into or interested in whatever all the things that got to you okay the things you enjoyed during that episode of the podcast they're fun to read chris likes reading them i like reading them too but i'm just saying that's his only way of reading them he's not on tiktok he's not on anything that i'm on i'm Uh, basically um that uh, 50 year old uncle that just learned about the facebook so <laughs> yeah, dude I'm, I'm never even on facebook anymore well you too you too you're not on facebook no no i i'm not really yeah. on that he's just not a social media guy except yeah, for I'm this more of a twitter guy that's pretty much the only place but otherwise do so you, that's why it's important to read uh your comments on youtube because i actually do go on that so do you want to shout out your at do you want to shout out your twitter oh, okay well it's it's at uh, chris the stoic so uh I'm uh, mostly someone who does follow a couple people here and there, but uh, yeah, if you want to follow me, go ahead and uh, do that. So at Chris the Stoic, for anyone that wanted to check him out. I felt like, I wasn't sure if you wanted this crowd to go your way just yet. So I gave hey, you time I, before I before mind. forcing a shout out. <laughs> I was like, let's let's give him some some little doop, doop, doop here and there just uh maybe and then obviously because i know a few people are gonna i'm not even on twitter but i know a few people are gonna find you actually that's not true i have a twitter account and i think i tweeted yeah. like three times and then yeah, i just never went back on it for a while on there <laughs> <laughs> it's just whatever hey i'm on instagram i'm on youtube i'm on tiktok i'm on twitch like that's enough okay uh <laughs> um our subject today is actually fear uh, which was your idea, and it's really good. Actually, both mm-hmm. the last two episodes have been your idea. Uh, look at you coming up with ideas. I like you know, it. Just which trying to contribute. <laughs> that also goes to say in the comments, if there is something you'd like us to talk about, feel free to leave a comment about it. Uh, I think Chris and I can dive in on any subject that we see yeah. fitting. So if you if you have a really cool I- uh, cool ideas that you'd love for us to talk about, we can we can oblige and do so. Uh, so yes. be sure to let us know in the comments. But today is about fear, and. Um, I think fear is a big thing. First of all, I think fear is the, is fear the reason why we survive or is fear survival? 
Is fear survival instinct or is fear the result of? Well, it's part of it in the sense that way back when fear was something that did keep us alive and that make us survive, right? So not having fear, usually those people would die out pretty quick because in that time and age, well, when you had uh, some animal running after you or something in that sense, you had to have that fear to be able to understand that, you know what, this time around, I won't try to fight it. I'll just run away because <laughs> that's the best option right now. So, yeah. 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 And now fear, if we think about it in that sense, is so different and a lot of the times very useless. Mm. Uh, I think in today's world, there's a lot of fear, right? In today's, our society, our world that we live in, there's a lot of fear for everything and anything and everything. We fear everything. Uh, so, I get hit with that question all the time. What's your biggest fear? And actually, well, first of all, what's your biggest fear? Wow. Well, it, to be honest, it would be probably to not succeed, which is a big fear, not only for me, but for a lot of people. I'm sure of it because whatever you do in life, you want to succeed at it and you put a lot of effort into things and just knowing that you might not succeed is something that's very fearful for me anyways. It's funny because it's a nice throwback to our episode on career where we talked about yeah. what it's like to succeed or feel mm -hmm. when you've succeeded. Yeah. Um, it's Our fears are kind of similar actually. Mm -hmm. uh, my biggest fear is not being enough. Yeah. Not being good enough. Not being, I don't know. I always, I always wonder if I'm, if I was or if I am or if I will be good enough. And I think, mm -hmm. I think the more, the more I've been diving into it lately, like lately as in the past few months, the more, the more, well, even the subject that I, you know, I mentioned last time, like maybe I already yeah. am the person, you know, maybe you already are the person you're trying to be. Like you already yeah. have that. Uh, I think it's the same. Maybe I am enough. Maybe. But that is my biggest fear. Not being enough. Not being mm. good enough to be an actor. Not being good enough to be a person. Um, yeah. But then again, we're all so imperfect. Uh, but anyway, exactly. that's my biggest that's, fear. That's what's beautiful about it too. We kind of forget that there's perfection in imperfection in a sense, you know, and that's what makes us all unique, different in a sense. So it's something that we have to embrace because perfection is something that we'll never truly obtain unless we're robots, which we might be in a hundred years. But as for now, it's not something that we will be able to obtain. We could get close to it, but perfection mm -hmm. is something that no matter how much you're going to try to pursue it, you, you'll never reach that absolute hundred percent. You know, I debate that we wouldn't be happy with perfection. I would honestly yeah. debate that human beings were imperfect beings and we mm. thrive in that imperfection. It's the same as like when you're yeah. too happy for too long, you start thinking something is going to go bad. Yeah. Is maybe yeah, it's I a concept that. that that's built into you, but also maybe it's us as humans. We're like, we thrive. I think we thrive in... So here's the thing. Fear is a survival instinct. Fear is a result, or at least, of you trying to survive and trying to stay alive. And, you know, back then it meant literally run for your life from a, an animal chasing you or another person, whatever yeah. the fuck, something chasing <laughs> you and trying to kill you. And now fear is more like, well, you'll have, you'll have real fear, which is literally like, you know, people are afraid of sharks, uh, spiders, snakes, all that. Or, which is a that's also questionable but like no but i get it there's a risk for your life but we yeah, also exactly. have we have this idea of fear of failure what the fuck is mm. failure 
to any other animal or being in the world other yeah. than us we which is so it's a man-made concept and we still fear it but i think so in a weird way that's what i was trying to say is i think being human and oh, this is a lot of smart things <laughs> in my brain at the same time so fear was a natural survival instinct i think now us as humans we actually thrive having some kind of fear you would never go after your dream career if would you not well, go if you weren't it, afraid well it, what i could say to kind of build on what you're saying is that fear is like a it, it can be yes a motivator but it could also inhibit certain actions and things that you should try to do so yeah it's like a it, to, to, to fear something, like you said, could push you to actually go get whatever it is that you want to get, but it could also stop you from mm -hmm. obtaining what you want to obtain as well. So you could see it from, uh, on two different ends. I, I think anyways, you could see it as that because if, if I speak personally, fear is something that's stopped me often from doing things that I probably should have tried doing. You know, Whereas maybe in your case, fear is something that pushed you to actually try to uh, get out of your zone of your level of comfort mm. and to pursue whatever it is that you did fear. I, I don't think fear ever does the pushing. I think it's mm. being aware of fear that makes you do the pushing above it, right? Just like the idea of everything that's amazing is beyond your comfort zone, like is, mm. is slightly further away. Like your comfort zone is a certain distance from you that you're safe. And I think everything that's amazing is right across that. But fear usually stops you from, from yeah. breaking past that comfort zone. That's a good zone. way to see it, yeah. Uh, so I think fear doesn't push you, but it's being aware of fear. It's like, hey, I'm afraid of sharks. Cool, are sharks actually dangerous? Most of them, no. Uh, are sharks ever just thinking, I want to kill every human in the ocean? No. Like, I've, I used to think, I swear to you, my first day in the Bahamas, I was thinking, bro, there's sharks here fuck and then and i knew about one of the diving instructors over there who was just like happy that we saw a great white i didn't see it but that he saw a great white super far away and he was excited he was in the water with it uh they were far safe you know but he was he was psyched about it and i was like are you fucking nuts and he was like oh dude this is nothing and as he said that he grabbed the crab that was crawling across the floor in front of us in the middle of our conversation grabbed it the grab fucking snapped his finger and he was just like okay haha you go your way like this guy did not give it to fear and i went from being this new person that had never seen the ocean to being this person that was like hey you know what Maybe I will swim with the sharks. And I did indeed. When I went scuba diving, there were, I full on swam with the sharks for five minutes. We, we were both going our paths, like the same path together for five minutes straight. Mm -hmm. Swam with a shark. Didn't fear. I was excited about it. The fear was like this built in thing. Because yeah. we've all seen Jaws, you know, it's like... <laughs> Um, I didn't swim with a white shark, uh, 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 with the, with a great white, I, I swam with tiger sharks, uh, one tiger shark and reef sharks mostly, but like, yeah, still it's, 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 it was this idea like fear is good to keep you alive, but I don't think it's good for, to push you to thrive. Ooh. Dude, put that nope, shit on a shirt. A, put that I shit on a that. shirt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think I understand what you're saying. And also, I, I, I think, I guess, the perceptions that you have that are motivated by fear are also different than the reality of it. So in your case, for instance, you're 
super scared of sharks, right? That is your perception. Sharks are scary. Uh, they're probably going to eat me, <laughs> something like that. But in reality, sharks aren't that scary and they were actually pretty fun to swim around or to look at. And they weren't going to attack you unless there was a reason to, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess there's a, a difference to make between your perception of that fear and the actual re reality of it. Yeah, I, I think also... Would you agree there's good fear and bad fear, like in what it can do to you? Like a good example of good fear is literally, let's take the shark scenario, but let's say that shark is actually chasing you down, like it's coming for you. Yeah. Or let's say it's a bull. Yeah, let's say it's a, you know, like then that fear will technically push you to perform more. There's a lot of, there's a lot of that too. Like, or um, it's a real thing, I think, when you're a parent. So you discover a new level of survival when you're a parent, because if you're, it's been, it's a theory, but like, I think it's, it's, <laughs> I watched Interstellar. That's why it's on my head. Cause I don't know if you remember that scene. <laughs> it, they mentioned it in there, but like the yeah. idea that if you're a parent and you're on the edge of, you're on the verge of death, um, yeah. you might push a little harder knowing that you have kids, like knowing you have, yeah, a, that's and so that's yeah, fear. That's, that's a, that, but that's like a good type of fear. That's like, uh, mm -hmm. like I'm afraid, and well, it's, it's an a, extra edge. It's your body responding in the physiological sense to, to actually what the the danger is, right? You're gonna have an adrenaline rush. You, your eyes are gonna grow bigger because you could take in more light and see what's happening more. Your responses, your reflexes, everything's gonna be sharpened. So yes, obviously, fear in a physiological sense does make you more. Uh, more responsive to things and pushes you to a, a certain level that you wouldn't naturally have. So in that sense, yes, obviously it is a, a, a good, a, a good tool depending on what uh, it is, you know? But I think fear for most people falls into, um, the bad category, <laughs> the, ba the bad category. The, Cause obviously yeah. you don't, you don't want to be running for your life every day. Cause that would be the mm. good category. Technically it's when it helps yeah. you, uh, but exactly. no fear, fear oftentimes holds you back. I think, mm. I think, and it's like fear of failure, fear of yeah. anything, fear of heights. There's a lot of fears. And like, I tend to be, I was raised a little, a little more on rougher edges. And so mm -hmm. I tend to be like, I wasn't afraid to have fears when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you met, I think you met my, my, the stepdad I grew up with. I think you did. Yeah, right? I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so he was like, you can't be afraid. Uh, you're a man and I want you to be afraid. Uh, that was like super toxic to anyone that's to anyone that's yeah. just now hearing it. Uh, it was it, it was a lot of toxic masculinity in there, but fear was like one of the things that I was forced to to deal with my whole life, and mm -hmm. it was just like, oh, you afraid of this? Look, I'm gonna show you that this is actually not dangerous. And to be fair, he didn't shove a fucking tiger in my face. Like if I was afraid <laughs> of a of a spider, he'd make me grab the spider and be like, this spider is not dangerous hold yeah. it and you will be fine. Or like, uh, you know, he's the man that taught me how to swim because I was afraid to dive. No, that's not true. I knew how to swim. So I, but I was afraid to dive and I swear to you, it just grabbed me and tossed me two meters further. And he was like, this is what's going to happen. If you dive, you're going to be this far. <laughs> and it just, it's just one handed grabbed me, fucking tossed me in the water. But it was like, that was his way. It wasn't good. I'm not saying this is a good way to do it. I'm saying my life, I was raised to deal with fear. It, I wasn't raised to say fear doesn't exist or at least yes, but I think I came with the conclusion that fear does exist, but you can deal with it. Anxiety yeah. is one of the things as well. You know, anxiety comes from fear. Uh, actually someone, and I want to read you this because one of my followers, yeah. um, who I know, but 
by the name Dubs uh, because it's okay. We like to keep, you know, I like to not know everyone's name sometimes. But uh, uh, Dubs sent me this, and that's really interesting. So Dubs is a therapist, by the way. Uh, oh, okay. Which is why it's cool. I like to keep the private life private Very as well. Yeah. Um, but Dubs sent me this. Anxiety equals unresolved internal barriers. Unresolved barriers equals external struggle. And a good a good support system equals motivation to keep fighting. But I think fear adds on to this because fear is very much connected to anxiety. It's this idea. Anxiety is unresolved internal barriers. And I think it also is a lot of my anxiety comes from being afraid. I was afraid to end up in the street. So what have I been most anxious of my whole fucking life? Money. Like yeah. I was afraid. I don't want to, I didn't want to be poor. So what would I do? I would freak out. It wasn't that I had internal so much unresolved things about money, although I did actually to some extent, but, <laughs> but it was also like fear, the fear of, of the simple idea. Hey, what if I end up on the street? What if I lose the things I have yeah. right now? Um, and you, you touched on an important part too, when you said, um, that, it was your stepfather that told you, well, how do you uh, respond to fear, right? When you're scared about something, what's your way to respond to it? And that depends on the way that we've been brought up by our parents as well. You know, if a parent said, you know what, uh, it's okay to, to be scared. It's okay to, to embrace it and understand what that means to you to, to have fear, to be scared. And how do you overcome it? You know, some parents would go through that way. Some parents will say, you know what? You can't be scared. You have to be uh, every day. You have to be as, you can't be scared of anything. You always have to show a confidence or whatever. That may not be the best way as well. That mm, may not be no. the healthiest way to go about it. But that's basically what what brings brings us to where we at, where we are, we're at today, right? How do we deal with fear? It's partly based on what we've been taught when it comes to fear. If yeah. you're, you're told, well, you have to, you have to, you can't uh, face it. You shouldn't face it. Then when you're going to be older, you're not going to face those fears. And if you're taught, you know what, you have to acknowledge it. And from there, try to figure a way to, to come over it and be better from it. Then that might be better in the future. So it really depends, I think. Mm -hmm. No, I yeah. completely agree with you. I think the yeah. way you're raised uh, changes everything. It changes how you handle fear. Like, yeah. And I think, sadly, when you have fear as a person and then you become a parent, you know, as a parent, how are you going to teach a kid to yeah. go beyond and fight their fears if you yourself are afraid of something? And I think every fear has value. I mean, you know, it's been documented forever. Uh, but, you know, like things like that. I just learn personally, my way about it is to learn the beauty of it. Mm. Like... I've been attracted to every destroying thing in life. Tornadoes, mm -hmm. they're fucking awesome. The ocean, it's fucking awesome. But like those things could take your life in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know, do this the wrong thing for a minute and you're dead in a tornado or you're dead in the middle of the ocean. Mm. It's it's but it's about understanding the beauty of that. Cuz I think also like some of fear comes from how much we fight things that are out of our control. You, you don't have control over a tornado or over the ocean or over life and anxiety and the thing that scares you, but you're afraid of it, but you have no control. And I think like, I don't know, sometimes it's understanding that yeah. helps. You, you touched on a little bit of a, 
stoicism there. <laughs> did I for real? But, uh, yeah, you did. Well, <laughs> it's, it's just basically that, just to summarize it real quick, um, it's just that you, what you can't control, you shouldn't necessarily dwell on. Is basically what you're saying at the moment, right? Like you're saying, uh, fear of tornadoes and all those type of things. Those are external factors that you have zero control over. So why should you fear those things if you have no say in them? You know, in that sense. So that's just a, a little element that I found interesting that you uh, you touched on because it's a, a slight element of uh, stoicism, whereas uh, I didn't know that where you shouldn't really pay attention to things that you can't necessarily control. You do what you can within. What you can control, you do care about and think about, but what you can't, you kind of just have to accept it because there's not nothing you can apply to it to make it better or worse at that point. I've been saying that forever without knowing that it was <laughs> stoicism. Because uh, yeah. I've literally told everyone that. Like, I think worry falls the same. Worry yeah. falls into the same as that. You shouldn't worry about something you can't do anything about. Like, mm. if there's literally something I can't do anything about it, worrying about it is just bad for you. It's there's because yeah. it does nothing. You can't do anything about it. All you can do yeah. is wait. So instead, you can focus on shit you can do something about. Uh, but that's crazy. I've been saying this to everyone. I didn't know it was stoicism. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's why you're the book smart person. <laughs> I like this. Um, but fear itself, I think. What's your way of dealing with fear? Like, how did your parents raise you in terms of fear and everything? Yeah. Well, I'd say on my part, the, it was mostly. I don't think it was necessarily the the best way, but I know there's a lot of uh, denial of it, like to not necessarily accept it, to just move on past, go basically go over it without actually thinking about what that fear is, you know, like move on to the next thing. Like it's not uh, something that's like reasonable to be scared about. Just move, move on, you know? And I, I know that, that that definitely had an impact on me in the sense that now if I do fear something, instead of maybe actually trying to understand why I'm fearing it or why I'm scared about a certain thing, I just decide to like move on and kind of just like put it in the back of uh, my drawer or something, you know, and not think about it. But it'll come, it, I, I, I know in certain instances it, it has come back and it hasn't been good to not deal with it. Mm -hmm. So I know for me, I, I have to deal with those, with those fears because I've been taught to not necessarily deal with them, to just brush them off and go to the next thing, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I, I can see the toxic thing there as well. Like how, how bad it can be for yourself. Yeah, um, definitely. It does have an, an impact on you and the way that you deal with things in life in general. And to, to think about also stress, stress and anxiety, those things kind of enter within a, a similar realm. Those also will have an impact on you. You know, if you're stressing out or anxious about something, um, Obviously, depending on how you're brought up and depending how you've, you, you've been taught about those things, you're going to deal with them differently. Sometimes in a good way, sometimes in a bad way, but it all depends on the interactions you've had in the past with things that you were scared about or feared or uh, just were stressed about as well. Mm -hmm. I, think, uh, I think another thing that definitely adds on to fear in itself is um, the... <sighs> I don't know how to say that without pissing off people. Mm -hmm. Holding grudges. I think, th so the grudge is like this, the concept, I think, mm -hmm. is the idea that something happened at some point and you never let it go. Because mm -hmm. this in itself will build up fear. If, if yeah. 
if when I was at the park, when I was seven, I went to the park and I got bullied and I got punched. I might forever be scared of going to parks. Yeah. Uh, even as a grown up, I might not go to parks or I might feel bad about parks. I think part of dealing with things is letting go of things, like accepting. Mm-hmm. I, you know, um, a lot of like life is, is, is doing, first of all, this is us. This is the human experience. We're supposed to experience all the, the, the highs and lows. It's a positive shit show. Like that's what <laughs> exactly. life is. It's, it's really just, it's a shit show. There's a lot of highs yeah. and lows, but overall there's a way to have a good life, even with all the shit in it. There's yeah. a way to make it a positive shit show. Um, True. and, and I think, which is why our title is so great, but, and, <laughs> and, and I think that fits the same for, for, your life experience, I personally, my heart breaks a little. Whenever someone tells me I'm afraid of this because I've always been, because when I was a kid, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, so your fear is solely based on the fact that you will never let go or never, not let go, not deny, not crush down, but you will never move past, like Mm. come beyond that thing. You know, I think, I think the human challenge is accepting. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is a real fucking quote right there. But I think that the biggest challenge that we have as human beings is to accept that some things may happen in life. Mm-hmm. And and to not give into that and to not build fear out of that. And to tie all this up, I think the best way personally, I think the best way to deal with fear to break it down mm-hmm. like and all yeah go, sorry go ahead no go for it no well I, w- I was just gonna say to that is we also don't have to forget that we don't have to put all that on our on our shoulders and to seek out help if you feel that it's a necessary thing right because there's so many things to detangle so many things to to go through you may have to look back at things that you wouldn't want to look back at and that's a difficult thing to do alone once again, it's always to seek out the proper help that will help you go through any issue that you have. And that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to make you come out of it better, ultimately. I I, I agree. I think, um, I think knowing to reach out to a therapist or a professional is important. Um, in it's that- so neglected sometimes. Now, it's, now there's a discussion on those things on... If you do need help to seek it out, it was different uh, a couple of years ago. Oh, People for sure. wouldn't seek out, but now it's something that's actually brought to the spotlight, which I find really good because uh, it's something that is important, you know, to if you do have in terms of what we're talking when it comes to, to fears, things that you feel that you just can't um, that you can't deal with by yourself. Mm-hmm. Just realize that you're not alone in this. You know, there are people that are there, like you said, help professional professional help that's there to to help you detangle all that. That's true. And and I I think I would I would see I would say to deal with fear. I never stutter this much. What is going on, dude? <laughs> um I would I would say <laughs> it's a deep topic. I can't yeah, I guess it's it's honestly getting to me a bit. So that's good. That's yeah. a good thing. Um but I would say to deal with fear break it down and ask the why, like ask 10 times why, ask why. And every time you get an answer, ask why again, 
you know, why am I afraid of spiders? Spiders? Well, because this. Okay, why? Because this. Like, why is this? Uh, well, blah, 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 blah. And keep breaking it down. And I think for any light fears, surface fears, maybe we can call them, you might be able to deal with it um, if you approach it with empathy. Like, you know, uh, whenever I go down the rabbit hole of spiders, I'm just using spiders, but whenever I go down that idea of fear of spiders, I think ultimately spiders aren't here to hurt me. Like mm. Spiders are living their life and they just want to eat some bugs um, yeah. or whatever I other thing they eat if they're bigger. But like, you know, they're they're doing their thing. Like no spider is thinking, I'm going to go. Like, you know the fear of a spider going into your mouth while you're sleeping? No spider is thinking, you know what I want to do tonight? <laughs> I want to go in that human's mouth. And fucking walk in there and go fuck up their internal organs. Like, no spider thinks that at all. It's not a good place. No bugs live in your mouth. No spiders just actively thinking, oh, this is where the buffet's at. Like, no. And so it's it's such a weird fear that that... And anyway, all that to say, like, when I break down the idea of spiders like the fear of spiders, I always come yeah. down to this spider doesn't care about me. It wants to live its life. And yeah. it's the same thing about sharks. It's the same thing about everything else. Now, understanding the nature of that being, which is a spider won't do much for you. A tiger, okay, don't have it in your living room because that nature, <laughs> that animal's nature is to kill and eat. Uh, and it's just how it is. But, but I think, you know, I think breaking down, so the lighter fears... You can break down, break them down by asking questions, by by constantly asking why and breaking it down. Yeah. And I think approach every fear with empathy for both sides. If it's mm. a fear of men, if it's a fear of, of women, if it's a fear of partners, a fear of parents, a fear of kids, uh, because all those fears actually do exist as well. So yeah. I think constantly asking why, but replying to that question with empathy. I wouldn't say I'm afraid of men because this, and I hate men, and therefore I will always be afraid of men. You have to say, I'm afraid of men because this. And with empathy, understand that men, first of all, men is a very wide thing. I don't want to go there. I'm not trying to. <laughs> uh, but what I'm trying to say is like, when you have empathy added to it, I think it adds on to your finding an answer. Whenever I get mad at someone, and then I start having empathy, like I, I will personally always have a side of empathy for them and all of a sudden there's no reason for me to get mad at you like you fucked up my order that's okay <laughs> your day is whatever your day is it's hard you do yeah. hard work you do a lot of things who the fuck am i to come in and say hey fuck you and all that like like empathy yeah. how how ooh, how closely linked is empathy to fear Oh, that's a good question. Um, I always have the good questions, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know because one is necessarily that, well, empathy is the fact that you could project yourself and try to understand the situation that someone else is living, whereas fear might do the opposite in the sense that it makes you look into yourself Mm -hmm. and not be able to project yourself as uh, as whatever it is that you fear maybe. So I think maybe they're, they might be opposites in a sense, 
more than I think fear cancels out empathy to some extent. Yeah, more than more than like uh, the same or similar. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if what I said made sense at all. No, I, I totally get it. Yeah, I think I think fear yeah. might be like one of those things that cancels the empathy. Like as much as someone can be empathetic, I think uh, the second second fear kicks in is usually like you'll have the kind person, right? And that's such a that's a, such a normal scenario. You'll have a kind person, and then fear kicks in, and they turn into the biggest assholes that yeah. that want everyone out of their way and all that, right? I think mm-hmm. I think fear has a trigger. I wonder if there's ever been research about that. I might look into that. But I, I think fear might be a trigger in like canceling out your empathy because the truth, but that's. Well, it, it's true in the sense, well, because what you, what you usually do fear, you're not, you're not searching to understand, right? If you fear something, you're not trying to understand, oh, well, why am I scared of this person? You're just scared of the person. So you're trying to interact even less with him or her, mm-hmm. you know? So usually you won't be you won't have empathy for that person because when you're scared of something you're not trying to understand it right you're trying to have the least interaction possible with it so that's what i see when we 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 speak in terms of relation of fear towards empathy i think fear that's what makes it also something that's slightly not necessarily dangerous but it could get close to there because it Sometimes when you, you fear something, you don't try to understand it. So you just try to push away from it and then you make it something that's other, right? Actually, I think you just, I think you just, you just hit the nail. Um, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Fear makes you stop trying to understand. And I think the key to dealing with fear is trying to understand. Yeah. It's like training your brain to say, hey, this is fear. Let's try to understand instead of saying fear, fuck everything else, fear. Cancel. <laughs> <Run> uh, <away. laughs> I think you know? trying to understand a lot of things helps us, like breaking down things, just like we do when we talk. It helps us. Yeah. I love breaking down everything that ever worries me. Whenever I'm worried, that's my first reflex, even because yeah. it, it's otherwise it'll beat me down to the ground. You know, if I don't if I don't take a second to really look into things, my brain will not let me forget it. Yeah. Um, I'll just be terrified and constantly anxiety, you know, all the bad things will come back up. But mm. when I take the time to break it down, when I give my brain time and I say, Hey, let's understand this, let's deal with yeah. this. What is, what is our approach to this? What, why is this even a thing? Or yeah. should I worry about this right now? Like, is this something not that I can push to worry later, but is this something that I can, that will eventually get better? Like, can I trust? And I think this is another factor too. I think trust, learning to trust things, not just people, well, people, things, anything. Learning to trust might be a key in dealing with fear too, because I can be afraid of heights and still skydive. Mm. And I can trust in the system that is literally the the parachute, the person, you know, you do tandem if you're afraid of heights. So you can trust the instructor. You can trust, trust the parachute. You can trust that they've done it thousands of times. You could trust that the amount of accidents that happen are extremely low and that it's never about the instructor. It's, you know, it's the accidents are, are things that happen because in life accidents happen. I could, we, I could die just fucking walking out my apartment today. It could happen. And I shouldn't be afraid of that. The second I walk out the door, so it's like 
I think it's trust. I trust that when I walk out the door, I won't trip on the sidewalk and slam headfirst into someone's newly bought sword that they were just checking out on the corner of the street. And I smack my head and like, you know, it's like a parent. Yeah. Uh, but I think trust, understanding. So I think understanding most things when you do feel fear, it's key to understand I think when you are aware that something might be scary, I think it's trust that can also help dealing with fear because you can say, you know what? I trust that this won't happen. Yes, I can be afraid that it will. You can have, but like you have two choices. You're either afraid that it will happen and you constantly live in fear or you trust that it will not. And I don't know that statistics are something that I personally care about. Like, when it comes to fear, how many times are people dying from a bite, uh, from a shark bite, blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck that. I'm not yeah. one to go because in trusting that it will not happen to me, I don't think it will not happen. Like my thought isn't, okay, I trust that it won't happen because it only happens to 1.2% of humanity. Like yeah. I just go, no, I trust because walking out my door is something I've done every day. Or I trust because scuba divers, are everywhere in the world. Why would I be the one scuba diving and instantly dying? Like there is, there's a lot, there's been scuba divers throughout history, like, you know, re- more recent, but there's been divers, there's been people in the ocean, there's been surfers, there's been all the things. Why would a fear of the ocean right now, why would I be the one person? Because I yeah. think when you live in fear, you're only damaging your experience of life, which we were talking about, you know, making the best of life and just, day to day i could i could fear death or i could trust that when it comes it comes and that i have now until death comes i could fear it you know the fear of death is the a lot of people fear death and i'm like how can you fear the inevitable yeah if we're talking statistics the odds of me walking out my door tripping on the sidewalk and dying the stats are pretty whatever you know whatever that number is yeah. The odds of me dying are 100%. I will 100% die one day. Why the <laughs> fuck would I fear it? Exactly. But it's like the fear, why would I fear this? It's 100% going to happen. It's like if I feared needing to breathe air, I need it. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but what if this air is bad? I fucking need to breathe. Like, what if the death is harsh? We're all going to die. Uh, And I mean that in the best of ways. I don't fear death. (laughs) I welcome it. And honestly, if I go out doing three backflips, yes. Like, (laughs) you know, uh, hopefully like it's it's all right for the people surrounding me. That's not what I mean. (laughs) But like, you know, I I think the fear, fearing the, because ultimately fear is led by death. I think ultimately fear comes from that. Our fear, the good fear we were talking about, survival fear that you, you know, you're getting chased by a lion. What do you do? You run for your life. Uh, Or I don't know what the actual survival thing is. So don't take my advice on on (laughs) how to survive a lion attack. What I'm saying is like fear will make you try to survive. So fear ultimately is led by the idea of death and the fear of death itself. Mm. But death is 100% going to happen to us, no? Yeah. And to... You know, to, to be able to counter that with everything that you've said as well, what's sort of demanded or required of us also is to just have a make, – make that leap, leap of faith. Sometimes you won't necessarily know the outcome, but 
to make that leap of faith might open you up to another avenue that you didn't think you'd be able to to get to, right? So when it comes to fear, to try to to to, to beat that fear or to try to overcome it, mm-hmm. it demi- it's going to demand a leap of faith because you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Maybe you'll be able to overcome it. Maybe <laughs> it won't be the way that you think it did. It, it, it won't uh, happen the way you think it did. But ultimately, at least you, you, put, you did that leap of faith and now you know that, you know what, after all, it wasn't that bad or after all, maybe it was something worth being scared about, you know? You won't know until you put that leap of faith. Yeah. You know? and, and I think I'd add on to that. Um, I even think like, well, first of all, it falls into trust, but I think it falls into, there you go. I think I'd add on to that. How amazing has life been every time you've done something you were scared of? Like, you know, when you, when you try something that you're like, oof, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm afraid right now. I do have some fear. And then you try it and you're like, like roller coaster ride that you're like, oh, I definitely can't do that. And you end up doing it and you're like, oh my gosh, that was actually pretty fun. Exactly. But obviously I didn't. So a lot of human experience is in the uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. but just, just as humans, our life, our personal life, but also our activities, the things we do, there's a lot of uncomfortable. There's a lot of shit in the positive shit show. Yeah, But I think a lot of it makes it exciting. And I think if we're going to say one thing is I would push people to go ahead and break down fears. Why am I afraid of this? Um, If you need professional help, that is definitely like, you know, do that. If you have whatever, if your fears go that far and you're not getting professional help, I think people need to be aware of how much damage they are doing to themselves because if I'm if we're ta- if I'm talking about fear with someone, if I'm talking about fear with you, and we're talking about a fear, and I try to break it down for you, and your answer is always no, it's worse than you think, and then I ask you the question, are you getting help for it? And the answer is no. I'd be like, why do you accept to live with this? Like, how can? And I think the key to this is, first of all, death is guaranteed. <laughs> Second of all, living can be really fucking exciting. And I think learning to go against our fears and just having, you know, living a wild life, trying different shit, saying, you know what? Screw this. I'm trying this. Breaking down the fear when it shows up, trying to understand why you're afraid and then still doing it if it's not actually dangerous, if it's not, you know, I'm not saying jump in a fucking lion cage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like, you know, if the, if, if you're afraid of whatever and you end up just trying it and it's amazing, like yeah. it always feels trying, good. Trying to be, trying to be comfortable with being uncomfortable in a sense. Yeah. I think, I think, cause, cause we're always going to be uncomfortable. The truth is yeah, I think exactly. we're always uncomfortable. Exactly. So if we learn to be okay with it and just enjoy it, um, there's a lot of wild adventures out there for us mm-hmm. that are, um, guided by our usually holding back because of fear. And I think once again, if anyone's thinking, yeah, but this doesn't work with my fear, then by all means get professional help because you should be doing yeah. something about every fear. I think, uh, I think whatever your fear is, you're supposed to deal with it. You know, fear is natural, but also can be dealt with and you can have a fucking <laughs> sweet life. So you might exactly. as well have a great life. 
on that note, do you have any concluding thoughts? That was a pretty good conclusion you got there. <laughs> I would be shy to try to find something better than that, but good. Um, what's the next fear that you wanna that you wanna break down? Do you have something you wanna? That's a good one. Mm. Wow, it's actually uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of one too. Always got me, always, always got me thinking real on my toes. Um, Dude, I can't, I can't let you just stay chill on this podcast. <laughs> but um, maybe I would say, um, obviously, I said the, the one about uh, succeeding, and um, there's also that element that you mentioned about not being enough as well. That for me, I know is something that I do have to deal with as well. And uh, not just to to steal what you said, because <laughs> it is something that I also do feel I need to to, to get better with. You know, yeah. the the fear of not being enough, and so that sometimes that stops me from doing things that I probably should try doing, just because I think I won't be able to rise up to the occasion. Um, I think that's what is something that should be worked on on my part. Nice, good. I like that. I don't know as well. Honestly, if I'm thinking of a fear I want to beat. I'm technically working on one right now, um, actually. So instead of thinking of a future one, I'm currently working on a fear, which is it goes with the with the live streaming with Twitch and with uh, TikTok is right now I'm trying to get like trying to beat a fear of numbers. Um I don't see my live stream numbers anymore on Twitch. I don't see how many people are on. I stopped. I took it all away from my OBS. I can't see anything. When I'm live, I don't know if there is one person or 200 people. Well, I mean, I'll know from the difference in chat and how much they interact, but my chat's pretty active. So when even when there's only 15, there's still it feels like there's still 50 people in my in my stream and when there's 50, it still feels the same. Like it's it's been amazing since I've started that because two weeks ago I hit it or a week and a half ago I hit a really low fucking point mentally and most of it was because of that because I was noticing numbers I was noticing every time a person would join the stream or leave the stream and they had this it, the uh, I wish I could hide it when I'm on live TikTok like when I'm when I'm on TikTok live I wish I could not see the number I tried my best not to look at it anymore but that's a fear I'm currently working on the fear of numbers um, my thumbnails you have a cover photo, a cover pretty much snap for like each TikTok. I try to shove the text right where it'll block the number of views <laughs> because I don't care that you can't read the task at uh, the text. It's about me not reading the m number of views. It's about me just making content because I want to make content and not thinking, Ooh, this video only got a thousand views instead of 200,000. Yeah. It's like, it's, I'm, it's been good in a way I'm currently dealing with it. Like I'm still struggling big time. Uh, on Twitch, I'm not because it's great. I just don't see it and I just don't care because my chat, I think, knows and they like to keep the chat on fire. Uh, <laughs> but but on TikTok, it's a bit different. But that is the fear I'm currently dealing with, trying to break the fear of numbers. And I'm not even big time. There's people out there that are massive. And I was thinking about it like to me, seeing one person go up or down in my numbers was damaging my emotions. And I watched this big time streamer and some of his streams, he'll have 30,000 and some of his streams, he'll have 8,000. That is 22,000 yeah, uh, 
like 22K a difference. And I was like, if this guy was paying attention to numbers, he wouldn't. Like 8,000 is a lot. But if if his average is 30, he would be like... He, that would be so damaging. So I was like, the fact that now I'm currently realizing whenever one person goes down, I need to fix that shit. Because if I reach that point, I don't want to be an emotional mess. So from now yeah. on, that's what I'm dealing with right now. I'm, that's the fear I'm trying to beat, the fear of numbers. And I'm, every day I try to break it down, which is like I've been saying this whole episode. Like I've been saying, all you have to do is just break down the thoughts, break down, why am I afraid of this? Okay, this is the answer. Why this? Blah, 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 blah. Why this? Blah, 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 blah. And you keep breaking it down and you trust that you'll be all right. And you keep yep. doing the thing no matter what. And um, on that note, if you've made it to here, Chris and I appreciate you a lot. Um, Thank you very much. <laughs> we, we hope that our content is somewhat helpful to you. Like I said in the beginning, if you want us to touch upon a subject, feel free to write that in the comments. Let us know. If it's something that we see fitting and we have good arguments about, we're going to talk about it. And, yep, to and the best of our abilities, we'll try to talk about it, talk it through, and hopefully uh, help you guys out with whatever it is that you guys want us to talk about. And uh, as, a, as a closing thing, I hope that each and every one of you goes out of your way to fight at least one fear coming up. Have a great day. Bye. See ya. <laughs>